Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I am Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that is Dennis Halnon. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. He's one of the engineers at Tab, and I'm lucky to have him with me because uh, I don't know everything. <laughs> so we're so happy he's and joining I me. I do. Yes, well, you know plenty. Together, we'll get it done. Yep. Um, so feel free to get online, guys. I know it's a nice rainy morning out there. So uh, if you've ever had an issue, the 9 o'clock hour is a lot easier than the 10 o'clock hour. 800-966-WTIC and 522-WTIC are the numbers. And uh, feel free to get online, 860-522-WTIC. And uh, we'll do our best to help you out. And as usual and customary, we usually bring up some level of technology news that we think is important for you to understand or be aware of. And Dennis is going to start us off. Well, uh, stop me if you've heard this before. Hmm. There's an e-commerce website that is leaking customer data. (laughs) Ah, Okay. Um, Another one, huh? Yes. Uh, This one, uh, according to Brian Krebs. Yeah, Krebs on security. The ultimate security blogger. Mm -hmm. um, He found uh, that there was a problem with the Zales.com website. Right. Uh, it was inadvertently leaking customer data, specifically orders. Mm-hmm. If you put in an order number, you'll get a URL in your browser that's a long string of numbers and in, in letters. Right. And you can selectively edit that. Yeah, change the number. And you can end up with somebody else's order. Information. And- Right. Well, yeah, the information about their order. Right. And that's, you know, dangerous. That's what the nature of the leak is. Right. But guess what? Mm. Zales is part of a larger conglomerate called Signet Jewelers. Mm-hmm. And back in 2018, Same thing. two other of their websites, Jared and K Jewelers, mm-hmm. were doing the same thing. Right. Isn't that and interesting? They f- yeah, it's interesting that they went and fixed those two websites. Same company. Same company. I would hope that they're using the same e-commerce platform. You'd think, yeah. Maybe they aren't. Maybe that's part of the problem. But then again, you're wondering why. But at any rate, they mm-hmm. fixed those two websites. Right. And they were on notice that this can happen. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do the last one. They didn't do the third. 
and they just left it that way and now you got to fix it and you know i mean this is not even an it problem no. this is a management problem right this is you know knowing what you have and being responsible for it right and they're just not taking care of their customers and it's dangerous the point you made about being dangerous is key in that it's dangerous because phishing schemes can be used against you, right? If if the bad guys go and say, "Oh, you bought something from such and such," right, and then they're going to go say, "Okay, here's your email address." Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna now send an email to Dennis because he went and bought something on Zales or wherever it was, and that's going to look real because and right, and it'll be real to me because I did place an order there. Exactly. So it's it's not it's like a it's a spear phishing versus phishing, right. right? They can actually go directly at you and say, "Hey sir, please check on this order. Something had to change. Maybe maybe they're going to read the order and say, "Oh, it was a gold watch or whatever." And they're going to say, "Oh, sorry, we're all out of gold. It's going to be whatever other metal. Please click here to approve." You click here to approve and now mm-hmm. you're ransomed, right? right? Um this is the this is the issue. That's why it's dangerous. I mean, Knowing that you ordered a watch is not that big a deal. It's the bad guys who want to leverage that data against you. Right. That's oh, why and it's then, a big deal. And then the uh, porch pirates could use it to figure out who's getting jewelry delivered. That's true, too. And mm. steal it. See, we, so. don't, we don't have uh, criminal minds, so we haven't thought of all the ways <laughs> the bad guys can do it. But uh, there's all sorts of ways. So there's, there's that story. And Krebs has another one that I found even more interesting today. FBI raids Chinese point-of-sale giant <gasps> Pax Technology. So this happened on October 26th. They raided the Florida offices of Pax Technology, a Chinese provider of point-of-sale devices used by millions of businesses and retailers globally. And what they're finding out is that they think that the, they, these systems have been involved in cyber attacks. right? So headquartered in Shenzhen, China, uh, 60 million point-of-sale terminals in use, and they're finding that, that these, these terminals are not sending normal packets um, that you would find in most transactions for just you know purchasing transactions. There's the packets that is coming in and out of these terminals seem to be different. Huh. FBI and MI5 are conducting an intensive investigation into packs, and uh, so it, this really doesn't seem too difficult to, to to guess this could occur, right? When you're buying technology from China, mm. um, and it might be very cheap. Because why? Because the state is actually going to use it against us. Uh-huh. Um, it really doesn't take a whole lot of you know thinking, um, you know, imagination, as it were. Remember, nine eleven was a was a whole point problem. We didn't our, our security folks didn't have enough imagination to think of airplanes being used as missiles. Well, it doesn't take a whole lot of imagination to think of cheap Chinese technology coming over being used against us in cyber attacks. It's not really. You shouldn't. Ha- it's not a hard leap to guess that. Right. Um, so. Basically, they have, according to the article here, quote, my sources say that there is tech proof of the way the terminals were used in attack ops. So basically, if you have 60 million devices, it's your own botnet, right? right. You could use it as denial of service. Uh, you could use it for all sorts of things. And um, and even the people who are using that don't even have any, any knowledge it's being used to do things against other folks. Um, but we'll see what happens. But when you end up with uh, the FBI... And Department of Homeland Security and Naval Criminal Investigation Services getting involved. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with the Department of Customs and Border Protection, but they're in it involved as well. Uh, mm. All sorts of uh, agencies involved well, in looking at this issue. Customs is the agency that checks uh, that checks cargo that come in. Yep, yep, so that's true. Probably, you know, trace. They're using. 
Border Patrol to trace the orders from wherever they're going and wherever they're being delivered to. A lot of folks who have these devices are considering turning them off. Um, so we'll put the link up here for you if you're running a PAX technology point-of-sale device. You, too, could be being used in some sort of denial-of-service attack against your fellow Americans. Um, but I'll put a link up there for you to take a look at it. What else you want to bring up, Dennis? Well, it seems that uh, the Squid Game is yeah. very popular, as you know. I haven't gotten into it yet, but I'm looking forward I, to a I nice watched, cold winter. I watched the first episode. I'm probably yeah. going to watch the rest. I just haven't gotten to it. Yeah. Um, but it's really popular. Everybody's loving it. Sure. So, what do the bad guys do? They take advantage. Yes. Now, it looks, according to CNET, mm-hmm. there are there's a researcher that's determined that there are a lot of phishing emails going out that are telling people things like, well, season two is ready to go. On the uh, way. Click this link and you can get a quick preview of it. Mm-hmm. And you click the link and kaboom. Right. You're back into some sort of ransomware or some sort of attack on your system. Either that or maybe they've just loaded a botnet onto your computer and now that computer is going to be ransoming everybody else's stuff. Right. Yeah. And, you know, people, you've got to pay attention. Okay. (laughs) Well. To be clear, season two has not been filmed yet. Right. You cannot watch it. Right. I don't care who emails you to tell you that you can. Yeah. It's not there. It doesn't exist. It's amazing. So keep, be real. I mean, think about what you're looking at because yeah. there's just no substitute for that. Too many, too many gullible folks out there. We're all, we're all capable of being tricked. I brought up my own recent incident. Um, so it's not that you can't be. It's just that you email these days, really, you got to be careful about anything you're getting. Um, via email. You can't trust anything anymore. Um, a lot of times there's a lot of uh, scams going on because the bad guy is already logged in as you into your email and is reading your email, right? You, you have a mm-hmm. Gmail account and you're you're going back and forth with your uh, realtor about what you're going to buy for a place and then you go and talk to your attorney about where money is going to be transferred back and forth and the bad guy pounces when the decision is made over email as to where the money to be sent. And then the, then the guy responds as you Mm-hmm. to the attorney and says, you know what, instead of moving money over here, why don't you wire it over here? Oh. And law firms do it all the time. They yeah. wire your mo- their money somewhere else that's been sitting in escrow or however that worked out. And it happens for all sorts of transactions, whether it be just normal transactions, uh, purchasing something, what have you. Um, the bad guys, if they're inside your email and reading it, are waiting for you to do something. right? Mm-hmm. And once you talk about doing something, they're going to go ahead and do it. So make sure your email passwords are extremely hardened Two-factor authentication needs to be turned on. Um, but if you get a Squid Game email like this, that's just a fish, right? They're just hoping you click on it. Right. So they're not reading your email. They're just sending you a unsolicited email saying, hey, it's coming out. Click here. They're preying on your fears. Not your fears, but based on the current the current environment, right? They're right. going to always leverage the current environment. Right. It's, and it's it's really, I don't know, it's just crazy. I, I don't know how people can fall for it, but they do. Oh, yeah. In other news about Squid Game, Netflix and and uh, the South Korean um, internet service are battling back and forth because Squid Game is crushing the uh, internet service in South Korea. All the bandwidth is being just chewed up. Wow. Yeah, it's very hugely popular. It's, it's a South Korean product, right? This is what Squid Game, Squid Game is. So uh, the folks, the, the internet company there is saying, hey... Netflix, pay up. You're going to owe us at least $22.9 million worth of additional charges just to run your your, soft, your 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 program on our networks. And again, 
for some reason we've just you, know, you got to re- understand internet any kind of data that's moving across it it has mass right and we're connecting it with wires and switches and firewalls and there's all sorts of people and geeks of which we don't have enough of by the way um trying to put all this stuff together just so you can get your your tv whereas in the old days you just broadcast it over an antenna right you didn't need any yeah. any kind of infrastructure to receive the the broadcast now it's re- it's like we've rube goldberg TV, right? How 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 ridiculous is it to get from point A to point B? It's great technology, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. However, it's also expensive to go from point A to point B. And uh, so there's a lawsuit. Of course, Netflix sued SK as well, back and forth, um, saying, hey, you, it's your job to provide this service. You're the one that signed up to be an internet company. It's not our fault. Everyone likes oh. our product. Oh, and yeah, they're probably, they must have said, you know, hey, We've probably brought you more customers now that this thing is out and everybody right. wants it. You're exactly right. That's part of the issue. And, of course, Netflix would contend they've actually created all sorts of uh, economic activity in South Korea because of all the network build-out that had to occur. <laughs> so, right. So they're fighting back and forth. I'll put the links up there for you. You can kind of read it. Uh, but Squid Game seems to be impacting all sorts of areas. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. we got three lines open for you this morning. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC are the numbers. And um, everything we talk about will be posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. And, of course, you can follow us over at WTIC's Facebook page. If you want to check out what uh, Dennis and I are, are talking about, uh, you can go ahead and comment there as well and even ask questions. We'll do our best to get them across the air as well. We'll be right back. And we are back. And again, three lines open. I know the, it's a rainy Saturday morning, but feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC or 522-WTIC are the numbers. Uh, without you guys calling in, Dennis and I would talk about our kids and our cats. So uh, <laughs> we don't want that to happen. No. Truly truly boring radio if that no. occurs. <laughs> um, but we were talking a little bit off air. We're going to get right to Mark in a second, though. But um, the CIA was doing similar things to put technology on. American hardware, right? right? So they they were putting CIA, NSA, one of those groups was loading stuff. They were actually intercepting Cisco firewalls that were going to be delivered to a customer, a customer, whoever the customer might have been. Mm-hmm. Could have been internationally, it could have been even locally. Grabbing it, loading a tool on there to keep an eye on whatever that customer was doing, and then letting it go. Mm-hmm. So it's not like America is going to not going to do the same thing the Chinese are doing. No, um, but. I'm just letting you know that the FBI is keeping an eye on the PAX folks, which is a good thing. Right. Um, let's go on to your, your calls. We're going to go to Mark first in Bristol. What's happening, Mark? Mark, you there? Oh, Mark's listening. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> what can I do for you? Turn your, turn your radio down so we don't hear it. I have the, uh, hang on, one second. I'm sorry about that. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Right. Okay, sorry about uh, that. I can still hear you there. Are you there? Can you turn the radio down? What's happening, Mark? I was there. Mark, you there? Yes, Okay, sorry about that. All right, you there? Go ahead, Mark. I got to walk in the kitchen. I got the bird going crazy, the computers <laughs> hooked up to the TV, everything. Um, quick question. Now, you've probably gotten this before. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been happen to me, happening to me with my computers for a while. Yep. Um, I have two Windows 10 machines. I have a Windows 7 machine. Uh, both current updates, everything's, everything, everything works fine, but... On a regular but unpredictable basis, uh, I, or schedule, I get the pages hang up while they're loading. And what I get when that's happening is I get right above the start start button, whatever, key down in the taskbar, 
where that little flag comes across, it'll say resolving host, waiting for static, waiting mm-hmm. for this, waiting for that, yep. waiting for Joe's dot pizza, you know, and it just goes on and on. And the page just hangs there. Yeah. So, so what I've done is I switched DNS from my a gateway to Google, tried that and kind of the same thing. So I'm wondering if you guys ever heard of that happening. Or okay. Yeah, we run into that sometimes. Yeah, and you changed your you changed your DNS, so you're on the right track. Right? Yes, you S- smart you, man. You did you did one half of what you should have done. Oh, what's okay. the other? But half? The other half <laughs> is now that you've changed your DNS settings, you need to flush the prior DNS cache ah. to force your computer to now catch up with information from the new DNS provider. And not be using the old information that it had. And you could have a local host file also yes. that might have been uh, modified by a bad actor um, that is slowing you down as well. So we'll show you how to look at your local host and how to flush your DNS cache. And we'll put a link up there for you, Mark, and you can try those two things, see if it helps. Excellent. That's probably it because I did have an issue at one point in time way back when. And when I flushed the DNS, it fixed it, but I totally forgot about that. That's okay. That's yeah. what we're here for. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry for that. Sorry for that delayed start up there. No problem, Mark. <laughs> Take care. You're Thank welcome. You, You're welcome. Yep. Bye bye. We're going to be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online during the break. Three lines open for you. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Are the numbers. Everything we've talked about has been posted live over there at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. We'll be right back. We are back. Dennis and I are still here. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. Yeah, so we're here for you. Feel free to get online. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And we will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and, con- and concerns. We're going to go right to your calls. And Dave and Burrow, oh, sorry, we wanted to bring up one quick thing from the last caller. One last thing you wanted to try, right? Oh, Dennis? I wanted to mention uh, restarting the router. After he does the other After DNS he does thing. the other two things that he's already done. Uh, that can sometimes help, especially if the router's been up and running for more than a month. Right, and you've cleared and you've changed your DNS right. on it, so you may as well re- reboot. All right, so with, without further ado, let's go over to Dave in Berlin. What's happening, Dave? Hey, good morning, Eric. Good morning, guys. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. I was uh, doing uh, some logins through Amazon and a couple of places this week, and I got this peculiar message back saying that this is an unfamiliar computer, which it shouldn't be. Uh, and said I was logging in from Chicago or someplace, God knows, not Berlin. And I'm wondering if I should be concerned about that. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, it does mean, even though you were logging in and doing your own thing, Amazon was detecting somebody trying to log in from Chicago um, right. on your account. And that's kind of one of their one of their defenses, right, to kind of keep you a, aware of this, which means someone logged in from Chicago. Yes, either that Successfully. or either that or for some reason they are incorrectly detecting your geolocation. Right. But that could be because there's something going on with your own um, internet service or even within your own modem or router that's misle. Well, no, nah. I'm not going there. Yeah, it yeah. sounds a little weird. I think someone tried to log in as you did yeah. or have logged in because they're saying an unknown login has occurred from Chicago. So what you should do with that uh, is change uh, your uh, password. 
Okay. All right. Well, the thing that was so peculiar is I had literally just tried to log in and I, you know, I get the two factor, I get the thing coming back to me. The first it says it's, you know, from an unfamiliar location or what? I mean, I just did this. It doesn't, yep. so, it's not like it, it, told, it, it didn't say it happened an hour ago. No, I understand. And that kind of coincidence can occur. Um, yep. it, you, 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 you have to understand that it can occur. The bad guy could have been trying to log in as you from Chicago. Uh-huh. You have to, you have to at least accept that. It yep. did, and what you should you know do is change that and uh, make sure you mark that as an unfamiliar um, mm-hmm. system, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And someone's got your password, possibly, especially yeah, would, if you use the password somewhere else. I would mm-hmm. definitely change your Amazon password. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll do that. I told them that no, it wasn't an authorized attempt, but uh, you know, I haven't done something further, so I got to catch up with that. Well, the thing is, though, if it was an attempt, that's one thing. If they successfully connected, that's the other. So maybe that maybe you're in better shape too. That it's only an attempt yeah. um, versus a connection. But yeah, heed the warning, Dave. Okay. Very good. Thank you. You got it. Bye bye. Bye. That yeah. actually happened to me. I I was on Amazon mm-hmm. and I got a. I actually got a text from them on my phone mm-hmm. saying that someone was logging in from the UK. Right. You and the text actually said using a password similar to yours. Interesting. So first thing I did, yeah, I went in and changed that password. I gave made it nice and complex. Had no relation to the old one. Right. Always so, enable two factor authentication as well. Keep yes. that going. He said he had that, but those warnings are definitely something you should heed. Um, of course, they could also be phishing. Right, so the bad guys could be acting like Amazon, sending you these types of emails because they know what Amazon yeah. sends, and yes. uh, so you just can't trust anything. But heed the warning, even if it's false, and go ahead and change your passwords. Yeah. Um, now we had a, a question on the on the old Facebooks, right? That we did. We had a got? question about uh, online backup services and mm-hmm. which ones are best. Um, Eric and I don't use those services. It's just not something that we're. We don't use them. We don't just don't use them. However, I found a PC Magazine article mm-hmm. that does rank them. Um, interestingly, uh, they rank one service with four and a half stars. They rank two others with four. And everything else is below that. And the little blurbs just don't sound very promising. <laughs> so, right, you know, pick one of them. Work with it, make the best of it if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's just not something that I would be doing, but you want to make sure your data is encrypted. That's one of the things that you want to make sure it occurs, right? Because it's just none of their business what you're backing up, right? Um, there's a key that normally you'd want to produce so that that backup data goes off site and is encrypted. Uh, again, that was part of the issues with the old fappening with the naked nudies being um, put out there by Apple, right? Because uh, folks were not hacking their encrypted iPhones. They were hacking their unencrypted backup data on the iCloud. Um, so be aware that you want to make sure the data is encrypted if you do use a service. Also be aware of the limitations of an off-site backup. Um, uh, the uh, idea of an off-site backup is a good one in that if you God forbid, had a fire or a theft or something like that where your local media was burned or damaged or ransomed, you want the ability to recover from an off-site location. So we don't think it's a bad idea. Um, it's not. You can also use other methods of off-site backup where I kept trying to convince my brother to share NASs and we could off-site mine to his, he could off-site his to me, and now we've got our own off-site scenario. So number one, make sure it's encrypted. Number two, understand that the recovery of the off-site backup can take a long time. Yes, 
because all of that data is coming down from the internet. It's not on your own network. It's not even on your own machine. It's coming right. in on that internet pipe, and it can take a long time. Right. So we've we've actually picked up many clients because their IT guys recommended just offsite backup, and they were down for weeks as they waited for the restoration because the most offsite services don't offer the ability to get your data fast. It's like okay, kick off the kick off the download, and then of course the IT guys like, well, I protected your data. And the, and the lawyer's like, well, yeah, but we haven't been able to run for a week. Um, so, again, you got to understand what you're actually getting. Joe, you seem to want to chime in. Well, it's funny. You know, years of doing your show with you, one thing you've always stressed is multiple shots at your backup. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, one of the other things I suggest for just home users, what they can do is I did it. Mm-hmm. External hard drive. Yeah. Back up your stuff. Bring it somewhere else. Don't have it at your house because it's you can have 300 backups at your house. Right. But if something happens, a fire, flood, damage whatsoever. Tree lands you, on your house. Like yeah, in your exactly. Case. You know. <laughs> so like here in my office, there's three hard drives yes. of mm-hmm. baby pictures, like little baby pictures that I'm not going to lose. <laughs> nice. But if something happens, they're here. Very good. Very, very good point. Now get the phone. <laughs> he's exactly right though multiple shots at your data we've talked about forever just having one backup is not a good is not good enough adding a secondary offsite backup service if you wish well, not a bad it, idea. It, as part of a larger scheme that covers multiple layers mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it right but and of course we recommend it for business right all of yes. our clients if they're if they listen to what we tell them to do um will use an offsite backup Technology through us, it's our hands-free backup service where they have a local target and an offsite target, fully encrypted, and right. uh, our backup systems back up every hour. Um, so the worst they could lose is, is an hour's worth of data, which is kind of kind of cool. All right, let's go to your calls. We're going to go over to Ted in Cromwell next. What's happening, Ted? Hi, how are you? Good, sir. How are you? Staying dry. All right. <laughs> Good start. Oh, we got a... HP computer, it's like three and a half, four years old. And what's happened lately is that happens to my wife more than me. If you go on Yahoo, you're looking at something, and all of a sudden you're scrolling down and the pictures aren't there. So I was told, hit refresh and you should come back. And sometimes it doesn't, most times it doesn't, it don't. Yeah. Uh, and the same thing, I heard, she has the problem on Facebook and constantly. So, she, you know, I tried another. I have Mozilla. I tried somebody else, and same thing happened. So I said, "It's I don't know what it is." Right, same machine, but you're having the pictures are not displaying. They're mm-hmm. just yeah. they're, they're saying sometimes blank. They will, sometimes they won't. Most of the time on Facebook, they don't for her. Huh? What's your internet speed? Uh, we had checked the speed, and I was way up there. What is considered way up there for you? Oh, <laughs> I, I forgot what it was. We checked it about three or four times in the past year, and it was like. I don't know, hundred thousand or whatever it is. Well, that's not a that's not a normal number, but uh, so your internet speed pretty much should be almost as uh, something you remember, like your kid's birthday. I have a very bad job of remembering my kid's birthday, but um, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a teacher, I'm not. <laughs> I know, I am just giving you a hard time. Um, hundred. So your internet performance could give you the delay in and pictures being displayed if you have poor performance, and your poor performance, depending on your service, you know, if it's DSL service or something like that, might be. Um, haphazard. It might be good some days, bad the other. It could be based on cache, too. You could have too much in your cache, and you need to clear the caching of your, those browsers. And once right. you do that, it frees up and s- tends to speed things up. Right, and it'll force everything to get downloaded again anyway, and then it's everything is fresh. Yeah, any other thoughts, Dennis? As to uh, that it? was my suggestion. I also think yeah. uh, doing a DNS flush might help. 
Really? DNS really? flushing is helping everything today. It's almost like it aspirin. just happens to work that way. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if you've uh, if you've been connected for a while and it's got you know cached locations for these uh, servers, mm-hmm. remember the the pictures that you get from Facebook are typically provided by a content delivery network that they've deployed, mm-hmm. and those pictures can actually move around on that network. So your computer could have pulled it from one machine a month ago, and it might have to pull it from another machine today, but your computer has a cached location for that particular uh, image, and it's going to go to that old one because it hasn't had the DNS refresh to tell it to go elsewhere. Mm -hmm. All right. How do I do... Uh, how do I check the speed again? I forgot how to do just that. Just do a uh, speed test. You can do uh, you go to Google and just type in Internet Speed Test, and you can find options from Ookla, from Xfinity. Well, there's also speedtest.net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Which is a good one. And so your download speed, I'm going to say, for a healthy Internet connection that should deliver most of what you want for content, um, if you can get a 150 megabits, that's all you really need. Anywhere between 50, let's say, and 150 would be plenty. Anything below 50 could be producing poor results. Um, anything above 150 is purely unnecessary uh, oh, for most man. homes. Um, so see what you well, get. We don't play games or anything else. She's just on Facebook forever. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. She's, she's, yeah, I, know. Like, I don't see my wife. I look in a computer room. There she is. <laughs> yes, um, it's an addiction. How do I do this DNS uh, refresh? Uh, we we put DNS, some links up there already for we, yeah, you. Yeah, we should already have a link on the site because we've already talked about it. And uh, Mike G will get a link out about how to uh, clear the cache in your browsers, too. Oh, beautiful. Yep. Thanks, guys. You're always helpful. All right, good have luck, Ted. Day. Yeah. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. I wonder if uh, he really should fix his wife's Facebook page. Maybe if he doesn't fix it, she'll spend more time with him. Yeah. I hmm. leave it handicapped. I think we actually maybe didn't save a marriage in this case. Uh-oh. But uh, <laughs> feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll get to your calls. Joe in Stafford Springs, hang on. Three lines open for you. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here till 11 o'clock. Dennis is Dennis Halnon. He's one of the engineers that comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. Three lines open on this rainy Saturday morning. And if you've ever tried to get on board, usually the 10 o'clock hour is a lot harder than the 9. So 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC are the numbers. Let's go right to Joe in Stafford Springs. What's going on, Joe? Yes, good morning. morning. Um, Recently, I received a letter from my... Uh, cell phone provider, Boost Mobile. Yeah. And in the in the letter, uh, they sent me a new SIM card. They said that uh, if you install this SIM card in your phone, Gal- Samsung Galaxy 10e, um, it's an upgrade. You will uh, be able to operate faster and so forth. So mm-hmm. they said you can either do it yourself or you can take it to one of our stores. So I yeah. took it to one of their stores in Connecticut. Yep. And the individual tried to install the SIM card that they sent me through the mail, and he couldn't do it. Hmm. So he called up their main service center and come to find out they had sent me a 5G SIM card. And he told me you can't install a 5G SIM card in that particular phone that I have, a Samsung Galaxy 10e. Okay. That, that's not my – so what he did is he put uh, another SIM card in there. Yeah. Um, 
in this process, I was looking at a product they had for sale. The product was uh, made by Alcatel, and it's a battery charger for your cell phone or any device that has a USB uh, port on it. And uh, it also, it also, its main gimmick is that it's a government-sponsored mobile hotspot that uh, only Boost Mobile, supposedly, with the salesman told me, uh, puts out that Verizon and AT&T do not offer it. Okay. He said, what it does, it's a mobile hotspot. Mm-hmm. But you have to, he says, um, when it first came out about four months ago, he said um, the government had conditions they put on it. You had to fall in a certain salary category, so forth. Yeah. And so I told him, I certainly don't think I meet that because I do make such an actual amount of money. Mm-hmm. So he said, well, no, let me try it anyway. So he's entering, he's asking me questions, and he's entering my answers on this application, supposedly, and I'm giving him the answers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, comes to the end, I guess, and he says, well, he says, you qualify for it. He says, but he says, they're not, the government is not enforcing these conditions, uh, is not, is overlooking these conditions. Of course. So great. So he gave me this free, he says, the only stipulation is that you have to use it once a month. And he says the program might be discontinued indef- uh, indefinitely within uh, the next 10 to eight to 10 months. We don't know when it's going to discontinue. Mm-hmm. So um, I took it and I have used it sparingly a couple times. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the back of my mind, I wonder if what he was telling me, he did have a brochure that he gave me. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if what he told me is true, that uh, the government really doesn't require any particular conditions to be met anymore. And because I, I don't want to be violating uh, a government regulation. So hmm. have you heard about the government program? Well, you're you're a good citizen there, Joe. Um, basically, they're just trying to get hotspots out there to folks who need them, right? Folks that might have bad internet service wherever they are or can't Correct. afford it. And um, obviously, Boost and him, the guy who gave it to you, get some sort of stipend for getting it into your hand. So there's a lot of reason for them to get it to you. So I don't think the government's going to come down on you for using it because you don't qualify because the guy said you did. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. But, uh, you know, you and I are all paying for it, right? It's not free. Yes, correct. So uh, the other, go ahead. I do, I do have a follow-up question. It seems to be pretty uh, powerful. It seems to be a 35 gigabyte uh, system. Uh, my question is uh, rather than use, uh, I'm streaming I'm with my uh, Sony Smart TV, mm-hmm. and uh, rather than using cable streaming, um, can I use this device, 35 GPS, mm-hmm. um, to uh, connect my uh, Sony TV to this yeah. mobile hotspot and be happy as a lark uh, yes. by doing it? Yes, you could. Um, however, I suspect there'll be a limit on uh, how much data you can stream. A lot of these hotspots, even government uh, cheese hotspots um, will actually have a limit as how much sure. bandwidth you can actually consume. So, cellular always has a limit, and um, you're going to find that's going to what will happen is it'll be throttled, right? So you'll go up to your X number amount of megabits downloaded, and they're going to say, "Okay, no more data for you." Right, and then well, either they'll they'll cut you off completely, or what'll happen is they'll throttle you to a speed that's just too slow to stream anything. You'll right. get a lot of buffering and junk. And that'll be it. So you can try, Joe, and see yeah, how it goes. My final question. Yeah. My final question is: uh, I am streaming. Mm-hmm. I got rid of cable. It was costing about two thirty a month. Wow. So now I'm down to uh, forty. I think forty-seven dollars for cable. Uh, Just cloud. internet only. 
internet only and the streaming I use sling sling uh, the top notch sling thing. So it comes to about ninety five dollars a month. Congratulations. Can I can I purchase get rid of uh like I say, get rid of the internet that I'm paying for. You can, a month you can for. try it and use the government hotspot, uh, but I think it's going to get throttled on you, Joe. Yeah, try at it. some point, I don't know. It, it might, it might work. But would it be more cost effective? Even if it, uh, uh, I, I certainly can get a hotspot with more capability in right. what the government offers. Yeah, check with check one of those. Are they are they economically? Yes. Uh, can they beat out? Cable, they can't beat them out because 50 bucks is what you're paying, but you can check out T-Mobile. They offer a $50 option as well, but you'll be in the same boat. I would tell you to stick with yep. cable for that price, and i got to go, Joe. Okay? Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye we'll now. be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.